0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Pistol Patch Podcast. Thank you for listening. If you listened to my first episode, thank you. Thank you again. And uh, I hope we'll continue to rate, subscribe, and review. Uh, I'm trying to get this on Apple Podcasts, but it's been really difficult to work with them. So for now, you can listen to it on Spotify, Google Play, and all the other podcast platforms. Hopefully, soon we'll get it on Apple Podcasts. But for now, thank you again for listening. And uh, I hope you'll enjoy. Today's show, uh, I have some fun topics to talk about. I'm going to talk about tennis. It's a Wimbledon season. I'm going to talk about that. I'm going to talk about Major League Baseball. We just came back from the All-Star break. There were some fun things that happened over the All-Star break, and so I want to talk about that, like the Home Run Derby. And then uh, I want to talk a little bit about the NBA. There was a lot of good stuff that happened in the NBA again this week. NBA doesn't take – they don't have an season, so – there's always something to talk about in the NBA. So let's get to it. All right. So first things first, last Sunday, the U.S. women's soccer team won the World Cup. And so I want to talk about that for a little bit. I know there's a big issue going on about the equality of pay. And there's a lot of people that have that opinion. Um, some people say that they shouldn't get equal pay because... They don't bring in enough revenue. But then there's other side that say that the women's team is clearly better than the men's team. They should be getting equal pay. And so why is it that they don't have equal pay? And this is one of those issues where people don't want to find the middle ground. They don't want to listen to the other side. And uh, they don't want to solve the issue, first and foremost. There is This is an issue that women women's team doesn't get paid equal in terms of, I mean, they believe that women believe that it's an issue. So it has to be an issue because, because I can't say anything because I'm not, I'm not in their, in their shoes, but they clearly feel that they're underpaid. And before the World Cup even started, there's, they filed a lawsuit and, uh, they are making their case for equal pay. So Uh, there's, There's a lot of things we have to look at. This is not just a black and white issue. There's a lot of gray areas. For example, like how much revenue did the men's team bring last year or last few years? How much revenue did the women's team bring? Because the men didn't qualify for the World Cup, so they couldn't have brought a lot of revenue, right? But then how much did the women's team actually bring? And so this is an issue that we have to look at it from all different angles, and there's not just a plain uh, yes or no answer, so I just want to, you know, talk about that, I just want to bring that up, that when you're having these arguments with people, think about the other side, think about, um, you know, the full framework, the full, um, you know, idea, like, don't just look at it from an argumentative perspective but actually think about uh good reasoning behind the, your argument and um yeah so i i mean we have this is just one of those that's there's a lot of gray area there's not a lot of information out there about the pay that both of these teams are getting and uh how much revenue exactly they bring in there's a lot of different articles that go for that you can find for both perspective you can find anything on your internet today to um, to help your argument so you, you can make google searches and there'll be articles out there that'll help your argument it doesn't matter what your argument is even if it's right or wrong you'll find articles out there that will help your argument so you want to be able to look at things that are right and there are truth and it's hard to find that nowadays so um When you're talking about this with your friends, with your colleagues, with your people, um, just keep that in mind. And uh, um, have a good conversation about it because the women feel that it's an issue. So we have to take that into perspective. We can't just put this off and say, no, it's not an issue because it is an issue. And they feel that it's an issue. Like if men weren't getting paid and I was saying that, I would say, if I say that, you know, the men aren't getting paid equally, and the women just said, no, it's not an issue, just put it off, I wouldn't feel like they were listening to me. And so this is one of those things that we have to listen to these women and actually like, think what is an equal and fair pay for both teams, but the men's and the women's team. So let's, let's look at it from that perspective. Second thing that happened, um, which was on Monday, was the Home Run Derby in MLB. And this actually um, kind of made me mad because Vladimir Guerrero Jr. should have won it because he hit like ninety something home runs while um, that rookie from New York didn't really hit that many home runs and still end up winning it. And that's not how it should be. I think if you hit more home runs in the entire home run derby, you should win. But you know, that's you know that's the system they've added. And uh, that's a system they're going to go by. They've been gone by for the last few years now. And, uh, but they have to, they have to, MLB has to look at this and say, Vladimir Guerrero should have won this. And, uh, because he ultimately hit more home runs and hit that home run derby was fun. That battle between him and Jock Peterson was incredible. That's some of the best home run derby I've ever seen. Both guys were hitting and matching each other and, uh, that was just, it was a fun show, and um, so they'll have to, MLB, I think, needs to look at this and uh, figure something out for that, but there's another issue that came up that day. Uh, Justin Werlander talked about balls being inflated this season because of increased home runs, and uh, again, this is one of those issues where Justin Werlander may be giving up a lot of home runs this year, but then again, he has to think about it. That his own team, the the batters on his own team are hitting a lot of home runs too. So, is it really just one of those things where he? I mean, if he doesn't want to give up a lot of home runs, don't you know strike people out because there's also been an increase in strikeouts in the MLB. So, um, I don't know. I don't agree with his argument. Even if even if the balls are inflated, baseball's been a little bit more fun this year for me. It, especially just because the Braves are good. So I've been watching the Braves a lot, but, um, more home runs and more offense usually brings more crowd. And, um, I'm thinking that home runs usually help MLB and, uh, Justin Worlander should just not complain about that because his own teammates are hitting more home runs too. So, you know, can't say much about that. Um, Third thing that happened this week was Russell Westbrook got traded to the Oklahoma City Thunder, and uh, the Houston Rockets gave up a lot of, lot of, lot of draft picks for Russell Westbrook, and they gave up Chris Paul in return. So I don't know. I don't know who really won this trade. And we always want to. We all want to always want to have a winner and a loser when it comes to these trades. But this is one of the situations where I, I don't know if it truly helps Houston because they ultimately gave up a lot of their future in terms of picks, and Russell Westbrook isn't exactly super young. He's 32, 33 years old, so he's getting to the end of his prime and maybe has four or five years max of like full-time prime Russell Westbrook left. And um, and his contract is really expensive. So, I mean, so is Chris Paul's, and Chris Paul is actually old now. So, um, the whole Banana Boat crew is getting kicked out, except for LeBron. D Wade already retired. Uh, Carmelo is not in the league anymore. Nobody wants to sign him, and Chris Paul is just being passed around. So LeBron's having to hold his end of the Banana Boat crew right now. And uh, I think he's going to have a really good season next year because last year he didn't get to play as much. And LeBron's going to have a revenge season with Anthony Davis to help him and a whole new Lakers roster. roster. So it's going to be a good, fun season. But I'm, I'm excited to see where Oklahoma, Oklahoma City sends Chris Paul. There's a few teams that are in uh, rumors again. The same teams that were in rumors for Russell Westbrook are still in rumors for CP three because they're all in need of a point guard or another superstar. And you know Miami Heat was one of the teams that were that was rumored for Russell Westbrook, and um, so now they're again in rumors for CP three. But the problem with them is that they don't have anything they can give up. They've already um, they don't really have a lot of good young talent. I mean they have Justice Winslow, but. Bam at Bio but I mean I don't know if OKC is willing to take those guys they would have to add more draft picks and I don't I don't know if Miami has those draft picks to um go out and get a guy like CP3 so they may be in a situation where they may have to just roll with Jimmy Butler and uh, Goran Dragic, drag, Tyler Hero, who they just drafted, and Justice Winslow in that team. Um, but another team that was rumored was the Detroit Pistons, which, which is just a weird fit because um, it's Detroit, and Detroit hasn't been relevant for a long time. And uh, they just signed Derrick Rose to, through three years, and they paid him a decent amount of money, so I don't know why they would go out and trade. For another guy like CP3 who brings in a big contract, but he's also old and um, I don't know if he can continue to play at the level that he's been playing at, so I don't know if that's really a worth it trade for Detroit and um, Detroit probably really need to just restart, honestly, because in my opinion, the worst place you can be in the NBA is the middle, because you're making the playoffs, but then you're not getting over the hump to win the championship. And the ultimate goal is to win the championship. And when you're in the middle and you can't seem to just get over that hump, then you don't need to stay in the middle. You should probably either restart or find a way to get another superstar who can put you over that hump to get you to the championship level. And... Um, Yeah, I think Detroit is in a place where they're just in the middle right now and they need to find a way to either restart, get rid of Blake Blake Griffin and Andre Drummond and uh, start allocating draft picks like OKC is doing. Or if they can, if there's a way they can find another superstar, which there's not many in the league right now because everybody just signed. Um, They should try to find that. But that's not the that's not probably the way they should go. I think they should probably restart, honestly. Um So yeah, that's my opinions on NBA that ha- NBA news that happened this week. Um there's going to be a lot of moves that are continue they're going to continue to happen during the season, so I by no means think that the stars are done moving. I think there's going to be more moves that are going to happen during the season. Because some teams are going to underperform and they're going to panic and they're going to find ways to break apart or make trades to um, get back to the stage or to the expectations they had in the beginning of the season. So, yeah, that's that's the beauty of the NBA. There's always crazy stuff happening like this. So, um, And another fun thing was that when Kawhi Leonard signed with the Clippers, he went from a nurse to a doc as his coach. So Kawhi Leonard really believes in healthcare, I guess. And um yeah. That was funny, I thought. Maybe you don't find it funny, but I don't know. I'm just putting it out there. Um Yeah, and then tennis. And I've been really excited. I'm going I'm really excited to talk about this. Um yesterday was The Roger Federer, Rafa Nadal Classic match We're still at the point where we're getting excited About Rafa Nadal And Roger Federer matches It feels like they should have been retired a long time ago Especially Roger Federer But they're continuing to play at a level that, That I can't fathom, I mean it's just unreal And that yesterday's match Even though I'm an Nadal fan It was just fun for me to watch That rivalry and they just play some excellent, awesome, crazy shots that normal people wouldn't even think about trying, but they hit those normally and they hit those regularly and it's just baffling to me. And, um, you know, if Roger pulls out that win against Djokovic on Sunday, that's going to be an old time, I think, because Federer is going to have another major I think it's his 21, and, I mean, he's going to get to the point where it's going to be hard for other players to reach him. So, yeah. Um, another thing that happened in tennis was Coco Golf. She's from Atlanta, in Atlanta and Florida, but we're going to claim her as an Atlanta girl because Atlanta is the best. But she's the best. She's 15 years old, 15 years old and she almost made it to the semis which is insane to me she almost i mean she got beat by the person who ended up winning the Wimbledon which is Sam, Simona Halep and uh i mean she just the entire tournament she just continued to show toughness and grit against players that were supposed to be better than her players who were older and uh, she just continued to beat them, continued to come back, continued to fight, continued to show grit, and continued to just hit some excellent shots that normal 15-year-olds shouldn't be hitting. But she's just incredible. And it's, it's been a while since women's tennis have had a story like this, excitement like this since really the beginning of Serena and beginning of Venus Williams. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I think if she continues to grow and continues to play at this level, she's going to end up being one of the greats eventually. But I don't know if we should, con- we should go ahead and put that expectation on her right now. But I think people have already done that so far. So, yeah, that's, I mean, that was just one of the most incredible things I've ever seen a 15-year-olds. 15 year old which is unfathomable I just I just can't imagine that 15 years playing in Wimbledon which is is just mind-blowing to me so that was pretty awesome um yeah and then so Serena just I before I record as I'm recording this podcast um Serena just got done with her match she just lost and uh Hallop ended up winning the Wimbledon, and this is her second major. She won her first at, at French Open. So um, it's been a good Wimbledon season, and I'm pulling for Federer tomorrow to beat Djokovic. I'm not a huge fan of Djokovic. I don't really like him, but he's an awesome tennis player. I can't deny that, and uh, it's going to be a good match tomorrow, I think. So... That's all the things that happen in sports this week. Thank you again for listening. Um, I hope I caught you up with some of the fun stuff that happened. And uh, yeah, hope you will continue to subscribe, rate, and review to this podcast.